Because now I went back. What was that? Hold on. Hold on. Did they just... Did they just say they found Brian laundry? The dog, dog, bounty hunter just taking to the cleaners? He just fold him up like a dirty shirt. What? It's put, oh, did he throw him down to shoot? Laundry shoot? Brian laundry? Hey, hey. No, no, mm, no. I wanted that extra hot with extra pumpkin with spice on top of the spice of pumpkin, but you got pumpkin flavoring. I need five. Uh, no, I need 10 pumps. Hold on. Nope, I'm in the fall. I need 25 pumps of uh, pumpkin. Uh, make sure that's no fat, no fat, with no sugar, with no whip. I need it extra decaf, but no sugar, no whip, no... But did you get the pumpkin? I want... Yeah, I want the pumpkin. Hold on. What did that radio say? Hold on. Hold on, ma'am. Hold on. You gotta wait, because this is... Yes, the mystery comes first before my order. Wait a minute. Did you just say pumpkin? Oh, heck with that. He can wait. All right, that'll be, what, $55? Okay. <laughs> Did you just say my name? Is my appointment ready? Oh, the doctor's ready for me? Yeah. Uh-huh. Can you turn up that TV? Did they just say they found, they find Brian Laundry? Did they? Oh, I'm sorry, am I next? Oh, I forgot, where am I at? Oh, I'm at the doctor's appointment. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, okay, sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody's guilty of this. How many people are doing this? How many times have you logged on your phone and looked to see, did dog, the bounty hunter, did he catch him yet? Did he take him to the cleaners? Did he? Did he? Did he? No, he's still not caught. How many? Oh, come on, come on. Come on, everybody wants to sit there and say, you book library people. It doesn't matter what he was reading in his hammock because it had nothing to pertain with what he did. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. I like to know how many books. Come on, let's think about this. Come on, you know. I think with my left and right brain, so it makes us highly intelligent people. Everybody else who does it, raise your hand. I fight to you. You, you, you. I literally saw, and I'm serious. Did you see where his family tried to sell a house? They sold a property. A couple of properties they sold. They're flippers. And I'll talk about the Dolphins either. Is that a football team? How are they doing this year? Done it yet? <laughs> His parents buy properties and flip it. Make some money. I, you know, a lot of people do that. I'm not saying anything wrong. But did you check out his room? I know you all going, is she really serious right now? Yeah, did you check out pictures? Did you zoom into pictures of his room? Did you see the books this guy was reading? I mean, we're talking about... Ten shades of not into reality. If reality had a shade, he was completely off and out of the crown box. That's all I got to say. Did I say crown? Did I just say crown? She talked about crown box. Y'all love me too much in the country. Just changed a good old girl. Turn into a country girl. Did you see the books this guy's been reading? Don't sit there and tell me for one hot split second that what he's reading had nothing to do with what he did. I don't believe it. That's like saying someone who's in Halloween 24 hours, 7 days a week, year-round, does not have dark thoughts. Because if you think they don't, you literally have lost your mind. It's not normal. Not normal. Unless, unless, unless you are doing and you are some uh, horror movie artist where you do uh, special effects or what was that show on TLC? I was so upset when they pulled it and I found it so fascinating. Um... I can't think of the name of the company um, that makes the majority of the Halloween decorations in that. Um, 
Oh boy, this is going to drive me nuts because you know I'm going to have to figure this one out. Um, usually if you go through the alphabet, you forget a name. If you just go through the alphabet, it'll come to you. Let me think for a second. Darius Design, no. Mm -mm. Flighty Effects, no. Horror Effects, no. Uh... Man, I can't think of the name of it. You know what? I can't think of the name of it. I can't think of the name of it. But you know, talk about that company. I just completely lost my train of thought now. Because I can't think of it. Jordu, remember? Jordu, was that his name? One of the workers? It was such a great show on TLC. And actually went into this guy. I mean, him and his wife. And um, I can't even think of the name of the company right now. You know what? I'm going to use one of my many phones. And I'm going to look it up. That TLC show... Um, that was taped inside, um, he did what? Halloween decorations? What was the name of that show? Oh my gosh, it's going to drive me. I, that's right, I'm going to stay on this podcast. I'm not going to go into the next topic and stay on topic. I find it. The TLC show that we'll just say showed how to make showed Halloween um company what was the name of that show? That's gonna drive me nuts. What was the name of the show? Can you serious? And the thing is, you think you'd, you know, I'd find that? I don't see it. It was like back in what, 2016 maybe? Old TLC. Halloween. Shows. What was the name of it? It's coming to mind. I can't think of the name of it. How many people are sitting there going, oh my gosh, I know what it is. I know what it is. What was the name of it? Hmm. Isn't this really bad when you can't figure it out? I can't figure it. Even if I usually go through the alphabet, I can figure it out. I can't figure it out. Special effects or something. Um, top company. That makes Halloween decorations. Come on, all of you software platforms. Just say you want more audio. I'm just giving it to you because now I'm really going to. It's not Spirit. It's not Spirit Halloween. That's like that's a store. This is a company. They make Halloween props. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I... Are they even... I know they got to be in business. And why not? They did such a great job. So talented. Distortions Unlimited. Is that the name of it? Distortions? It's not Fright Props. Excuse me. I believe it's Distortions. I can't believe I didn't figure that out. About. Was it? Was it Distortions? We're going to find out. 
There he is. Yes, there he is. Distortions Unlimited. Ed Edmonds and Marsha. Oh, his wife. I can't believe they were married, right? Yes, owners of Distortions. Oh my gosh. Give me a bell. That was what, four minutes it took me? How many of you are sitting there going, Distortions? It's Distortions. Wait a minute. Should I, I remember that show I watched it too on TLC. What was it? Hey, hon, what was the name of that? I know you're all thinking about that. You're at work. Hey, co-worker, what was the name of that? The masks and stuff. He made special effects stuff. It sold like to all the haunted houses and stuff all across the United States. I don't know. He could have sent it. He probably sends them overseas too. Ed, I can't believe I did not. And then you had Jordu, remember? Is Jordu still there? Is he still there? I believe he is. Remember Mike? He was a mechanic. And he did all the... Um, Work behind the scenes. He did all of the um, electrical work and welding. Remember him? Mondu. Remember him? He did all of the um, Mondu. Oh, my gosh. He did all the molds. Remember that? Distortions. How the heck could I forget that? How could I forget that? <sighs> I'm not going back. I just have to go back. I just lost. I just lost the whole... I, I just threw that podcast right out the door. I went from scary books to Halloween props. <laughs> we are going in October. Anything goes or free yourself my journey. I'm going to go from one extreme to another. That's what makes a great podcast. Because you're just going to, you know, enlighten the whole brain. You're just going to make all your brain cells go. Just click on all the way down. You're just going to touch every part of your brain when you think about this. Seriously, if you ever forget... You forget a name or you forget something, I'm telling you, just go through the alphabet A through Z. 90% of the time, this time I did not, but 90% of the time, I'm, I'm off to 10% today. Get, you know, get, come on, once in a blue moon, I forget. But if you go through the alphabet, you will remember what you were trying to remember as far as name or company or business or whatever the hey. Literally, it works almost every time. 90% of the time, that's good odds, right? But did anybody go, I mean, Google his parents, Brian Laundrie's parents, on the properties that they had sold and flipped, okay? And did you check out Zoom and the bookshelves? I don't know which property it was. I think they flipped or sold, what, two or three or four? Zoom in on the books that he was reading. You tell me if that's normal. Now, having some, like, dark evil stuff, too, hanging above your bed, um, a concealed weapon. Here's the thing, too. Are we talking about this? Are the officers talking about this? Did he have a concealed weapon permit? Because there's a lot of things the media is not talking about. I'm going to go back on this because the second podcast that I did on the Brian Laundry and Gabby mystery, or is it really? You know, because I don't believe it is. I believe this guy had it really planned for a long time. But we're not talking about the concealed gun permit. I'm almost 99.9%. .9%. I believe this gentleman had a concealed gun permit. Are we talking about it? No, we're talking about the hotel that the officers in Utah dropped him off at. Why, Gabby got, who the heck puts a woman in a flipping van and allows a guy to stay in a hotel with air conditioning, a shower, and a bed, while you make the fiancé, the woman, stay in a flipping van in the middle of no man's land, I mean the wilderness, whatnot. I don't know, there's a lot of women, you know, I wouldn't mind it myself because all I see is some peace and quiet 
Because if I'm at a hotel, who knows if it's going to be a loud hotel or whatever. I probably would have chose a van, but that's just me. Because I love the wilderness and that. But come on. Let's just face it, all right? Should have gave her the hotel, okay? With a phone that worked, all right? Put him in the flipping van. That's all I got to say. Put him in the van. Put him in the van. Such a narcissistic jerk. I'm just going to say it. I don't know him, but doing what he did. Narcissistic jerk. Well, he acted narcissistic jerk, Okay? Acting like he didn't do anything wrong when the Utah police are talking to him. Pull up. Everybody pull up the full video, the full dash cam video, public full dash cam video from the time the officer literally was in his cruiser before he even got onto the vehicle. He was trying to locate the vehicle. Find that video. I got to find, I got to, I'm going to ask the person to send it to me for the link and see if they can give it to me and I'm going to share it with all of you. I mean, <clears throat> talking about a good hour of like, who done it mystery and looking to see like the whole watch the whole nine yards of how it really it really from a to z how everything really played out not what the media wants to put out there i want to know come on where did the gentleman what hotel did he stay in i know you're all thinking did they say the hotel i don't believe they said the hotel yet what hotel did he stay in was he using the phone hmm anybody see him did he just go in the hotel or did he really stay at the hotel? Because I'm not believing this. I'm really not. I totally believe they dropped him off the hotel. The officers left. And unfortunately, I mean, and it's unfortunate, but I truly believe there could be a good possibility she may have picked him up and went to the hotel. In reality, she shouldn't stay by herself. And then all hell broke loose. Because if you watch the full video, the dash cam video, Brian is very, just a very, um, I guess I've been reading too many books, that's all I got to say. But um, you could tell once he found out from the officer what she said, it was kind of like he's just smiling, like, oh, okay, what, what did she say? What did she say? You know? In the back of your mind, you're thinking, she's in big trouble, big trouble. She knew she was. You know what I mean? Did she have a right to defend herself? Hell yes, she did. You have a right, ladies. You have a right, and for gentlemen too, because it works both ways, you know? You have a right to defend yourself, period. I don't care if you're married, engaged, boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't care the situation. You have a right to defend yourself, period. I mean, he probably deserved more than just some fingernail marks. In my opinion, he deserved get, you know, deserved a couple of black eyes. Is what, you know, and that's just my opinion. I'm just saying, you know? You know, just saying, guy did not know respect for women. That's a fact, you know, and their relationship in the beginning, in the beginning could have been really good. You know, they could have had a stable, good relationship, but I don't know. I'm about 99.9% .9 when people go into this dark side of stuff and, and start reading these books and like they become obsessed with dark things. It's never good. It never turns out good. I don't care what anybody says. And this is just my opinion. I'm sticking to it. Was he always like that? I really 100% doubt it. This is where school classes are coming into play. But I really do not believe he was always like that. I just believe there's something within, and usually this happens, um, when people start reading dark things and they go into the gory stuff and they're like constantly into it, there's usually something of trauma that they sustain as growing up. And that's really, really, really true with men, young, young men, teenagers, whatever. It usually stems from some type of trauma abuse, rape, something that they sustained at a younger age. Um, and then for reasons and things, depression and things like that. And they will start dabbling in 
to a little bit of dark things, you know, and that's the truth. It really is the truth. I'm not saying that, that women don't do that either, but let's just face it. If you really do research, especially if you go through, you know, research on mental health, or if you're dabbling also, you're taking online classes, you're going to school and you're, you know, going into a career path of helping people in a mental health field or, you know, through um, life coaching and things like that, you will also see where the majority, high percentage, this really is more, it happens a lot to men, okay? It does happen to women, but not as much. Let's just face it, you know? I've always believed this and, I, and I've learned this, especially through trials and tribulations. You don't need to go through schooling and college and that to know this, but instead of looking at people's reactions, the action, Really, sometimes you have to sit back, hold yourself back, and look at why someone has done something. There's a reason for actions. There's a reason for a response, especially emotional. A lot of people, and bad things happen, it's the emotional response. Do I believe Brian Laundry um, did what he did out of an emotional response? Why, yes, he did. What really also got me, and this is just me, but this has also got me, is she made a comment during the, um, when the officer pulled him over in Utah about how he, she had actually told the officer, yeah, he put his hands like underneath my chin like this. And he was trying to get me to stop and calm down. Now, this is my opinion. And I'm telling you, I'm sticking 100% to it. I believe that that, I don't know. I do believe that she picked him up. I don't believe he stayed in that hotel. I think we would have heard more. Um, I really do. Or because his investigation, things are hush-hush. And of course, you know. Rightfully so, but I really truly believe she picked him up, and I think the arguments and things just started right then and there, and it just, it just, um, it was a downhill spiral. But I truly believe when somebody's going to put their hands, especially a gentleman, underneath the chin or whatever, okay, and then if you look, there's a photo too, interesting, a photo of them together, of him kissing her, and if you date it back, this is before, probably things got really, really bad, you know, He's kissing her in the same position that she says to the officer. This is how he had his hand, you know, so I kind of pushed him away. That same way he held her chin and held her in to kiss her, okay, is the same way he's holding her chin. Is the same way she said he was holding her chin, put his hands on her, lower portion of the jaw, when they were getting into a dispute. You do the math. Is that love? Well, you're showing love and putting your, I can't do it, but you might want to Google this, and putting your hand in place. Okay, I wouldn't be comfortable, first of all, somebody going to kiss me and pull me in and putting your hand into the chin. I'm not down for that. I, I wouldn't like that anyway. Um, that's just me. That's not okay. But in an embrace of pictures, you know, showing them happy together as a couple, he's in that same position with his hands, pulling her in and kissing her. And she explained that when they got in an argument to the officer in Utah that, that he also did that. So what's to meet, and this is just me, you know, I'm a thinker, I'm a left and right brain person, but um, what makes me to think that they didn't get argument, okay? And um, that once again, that putting the hand on the chin may have struck, you know, and how many times is somebody going to do that? You're confusing you, thinking you're doing that because you love me, because he did it in an embrace of kissing her, and now you're doing it when we get in an argument. Uh, I'm sure 100% believe, and let's just say it's fact, she defended and tried to defend herself, or he wouldn't have had markings on him, period. You know, he would not have had the markings on him. You know, he flipped the script, made it look like it was all her. Okay, that's a fact. Well, it makes you think it didn't go past putting the hands. If you got a position, he's going to put the hands on her chin. What well, makes you think he didn't try to strangle her or successfully do so? 
But let's also go back. I'm 100% believe, I'm, I'm, I'm almost believe this because I know we go on VIP chat and things like that with the podcast and just connecting with all of you. I mean, good grief, international level for yourself, my journey. Um, what makes you think that he did not try to choke her? You know, and, and I, I could be wrong. I know, I know. Everybody's probably thinking, that's a bold, brazen statement to make. That's a bold, brazen guesstimate. It is a guesstimate. How many people, come on, everybody's doing it. You know you're doing it. You know you're doing it. You're doing it too. You're trying to figure out, okay, who done it? We know who did it. How'd he do it? You know, you're thinking in your mind. I don't know. Just the little details. I'm that little details kind of person. You know what I mean? I've always been like that my whole life. The little details. The little things that count. That's just everything in life in general, just in my opinion, really. You got to look at the little things. Not the big details. It's the small details, really, in life. That stick out, I mean, the most is the small details, not the big details, not the obvious details, the small details. But I'm telling you, I'm just thinking, if he's going to place his hand underneath, his, underneath her chin and draw her into him, body-wise like that, during intimate, like, loving, you know, supposed to be showing loving emotion, which are in the pictures where he's done that, and then doing it when they get an argument, and she admits that in front of the officer in Utah when they got pulled over, what, going 45 and a 15? Okay, that was the first thing, 45 to 15, all right? And then hitting a bump, okay? She was probably, in my opinion, probably scared to try to kill her in the flipping car, going around, bends and stuff in Utah. Let's face it, in Utah, y'all who live out there, how many mountains and, you know, windy roads are there? Rough terrain, first of all. But she probably grabbed the wheel because, you know, he's like a chameleon. He acts one way around the public like he did at Utah Cops. But underneath it all, his true self, and she's been around him long enough, high school sweethearts. So she knows the true Brian, see? That's the thing. She's been with him a long time. In my opinion, she's going to protect him no matter what. She doesn't feel worthy that she's going to find somebody else that's going to love her because he makes her self-worth feel like she's nobody. Because people who are brain, like, manipulative people like this gentleman, and let's face it, let's look at all the books that he's studying how to do this, okay? Doesn't take a rocket science to figure it, rocket scientist to figure this out. But I truly believe he tried choking her and was successful. But I really truly believe in my heart of hearts, I don't think this is the first time that arguments have turned into like a, him trying to choke her out. Has he choked her out before, where she passed out and woke up? I know what you're thinking. Hmm. But, I'm almost 100% he had a concealed weapon permit. I'm telling you, I saw this. I saw this. I'm a thinker. I'm a left and right brain person. You know, we're multitaskers. <laughs> People who are left and right brain. We know we're multitaskers, right? I'll never forget when I was going through the things with my health and things like that. And when I was working, I was having seizures. Um, thank God we figured out a lot of this was stemming. And this is the truth. Um, 50% of it was stemming from autoimmune issues I had as an infant, was born with an autoimmune issues. Um, and the other half was dealing with ovarian tumor, with ovarian cancer and high hormone cells and chemicals that were just so whacked out. And then removing an organ and it grew back off of a microscopic piece that just could, you know, couldn't even see it. I don't even think microscopic, I'll see it. So everything as far as chemicals in your body and men and women, let's just face it, you operate off of chemicals and that it works together. Your body is like a fine-tune engine, excuse me. Um, it's not that I'm saying it, it's the truth, all right? So I was having seizures in that. That's what got me to where I had to stop working, period. Um, thank God everything got under control. 
and by means of oncology treatments and figuring out autoimmune. And um, I do a lot of prednisone therapy on and off. I probably will the rest of my life. Not probably, let's just face it, I will. But uh, now that's under control, thank goodness. But uh, getting back to that, you know, was I remember Eric was with me as a neurologist and when everything started coming to surface with oncology and that and, and all my specialists kind of were like that aha moment, the light went off to the mystery. I remember him looking at Eric after brain scans and things like that and just seeing, you know, if there's anything, you know, just doing the whole nine yards they did. And he said, you know, she's a left and right brain person. Kimberly is highly intelligent. Her brain, she's got a good looking brain. And I thought it was so funny when he said that, a good looking brain. <laughs> Neurologist talk, you know? A good looking brain. I'm dating that woman because she's got a good looking brain. It just sounded, but it's the truth. This is the truth, really what he said. She's a highly intelligent person. She's a left and right side brain thinker. And these people are the type of people who are highly intelligent. They're creative. I mean, it, big personalities, you know. But I also have a big heart. And he made sure he said that too, because I really do. But um, people who are like me, all raising their hand, we're like these. We love the mysteries, you know what I mean? But we're also very in tune, very in... And um, we're in tune with our surroundings, too. And the little details we really pick up on. And I'm telling you, I really believe because of the place of his, placement of his hand during, you know, intimate photos, photos together, and happy times, because you know they had to have happy times. Probably at the end, very few and far between, but they had happy moments. And then during arguments, when she admitted to an officer in Utah and they got pulled over, him placing her hand and she pushed him away, I really believe he's probably tried to choke her out if he was not successful how many times. But I think it played into her passing and what happened. Let's not say he did it because nobody can say 100% he did it. I mean, it pretty much looks like it. But, you know, um, until the proof and facts, let's just face it, where they have officers take out some um, of his items for DNA matching. Okay, so you know that's telling you something, right? They're looking at the DNA on her versus him, okay? That's what's going on behind the scenes. But it makes you, it just makes me question, you know? Um, but also having the concealed weapon permit. That's another thing too. But um, if he tried to choke her out, I would believe one, first of all, a coroner would see that. There would have to be some kind of placement of some type of bruising or something. Uh, they could figure that all off. Coroners, excuse me, investigators, they're on that. But I really believe that. I believe there were signs there, but I believe they used to have happier moments. I really do. I don't really think this guy was always into dark things his whole life. Um, like I said, there's always something. There's something tragic, trauma, tragic, um, sad, life events, however you want to place it, um, that happens somewhere along a lifetime that makes people go into a dark side. Um, it's not normal to be into dark things all the time. Um, occasionally, yes. Okay, Halloween's coming up. You know, everybody likes scary stuff, whatever. You like, you know, you're like horror movies, okay? That's all right. You like this and this, this. Okay, but unless you are, um, you know, like distortions and you have a big business and you're making Halloween decorations and things that start from beginning of the year to the end because you have an amount of, you know, production that you have to meet and, and deadlines and things like that and orders that are made, pre-made a year before. Okay, unless you're in that 24 hours a day 
or you have a career where you are doing, you know, you are a creative designer or you're doing backdrops and things for movies or Halloween movies, things like that. It is not normal for anybody to be into dark, gory stuff all year round and to advertise it like it's drinking a glass of water or you're advertising your favorite soft drink on social media. It's not normal. I'm sorry, folks. That ain't normal. I don't care what anybody says. It's not cute. It's not normal. It's one thing to have a hobby with it and have a hobby, but in life in general, and I'm just saying this in general, through trials and tribulations and experience, most importantly wisdom, I'm just saying this is not directing people, but this is just fact. Your responsibility as an, as an adult come first before your hobbies, period. And even if it's something with Halloween stuff or gory stuff or you know, mythical stuff or you believe in dragons or whatever, or your Dungeons and Dragons days, whatever. Okay, and you're doing that as a hobby, it's a hobby, okay? But if you start 24 hours, seven days a week, and like those photos where the houses were for sale, and the one house, I just remember seeing that and zooming in and going, what the heck is this guy reading? Zooming in, you know? I literally did that, and I thought, let's look up some dark books this guy has. And things that are laying around his bed. And uh, the concealed, the weapon, the gun, I'm almost 100% believe now, I'm almost 100%. That was on the side of this bed. Um, and it was in a holster. So, a concealed weapon permit, he went through that. You know, he has a right to do that. Um, what did that come in play? With them finding Gabby and homicide? We're not saying yet. Nobody's saying it's him. So, you can't say it's 100% him. But um, you could lead to the signs and the little details that make people, especially left and right, right brain people, go, mm hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Who done it? Oh, well, I've got my opinion, but you know, I'm not the law and I'm not investigators, but no, none of us are. But let's just face it, a lot of the help's coming from the public, and I'm still gonna say this again. You know, could he keep on and on with this podcast? You know, it's it's a great mystery, or is it? Because I really don't think it is. I just think it's a sad reality of things that have just um spiraled out of control. And um I 100% believe that Gabby defended herself. And ladies, women, you have a right. Same with men, you have a right to defend yourself. Period. United States, you have a right to defend yourself. Don't ever think you don't. But when you defend yourself, you got to make sure, be prepared. You know? They always say, like, the bigger people you have to be afraid of. You know? In domestic situations. Well, this guy wasn't, like, 250 pounds or whatever. You know? She was a petite girl. It doesn't mean petite girls don't have a lot of fire behind them, okay? You know, you'd be surprised, you know? As they say, you know, big things happen in small packages, you know? She's a petite girl. She definitely showed the signs on him that Utah police picked up when they got pulled over of her defending herself, grabbing a steering wheel, defending herself, you know, arguing back with him, defending herself. As I say, reality thing is, and this is the truth, um... I really believe in heart of hearts. It was just such a long relationship they had. Began in high school, high school sweethearts. 99.9% .9 tells me he was not like that when she met him, like he ended up being. Was dealing and dabbing in dark things have a play in a lot of this? And the way he probably changed mentality, his way of thinking, yes. If he was and is charged and guilty of homicide, did it play into it? Yes, I totally believe that. Is there some type of something in his life that caused him to dabble in what he did? I believe yes. Will we ever know? Probably not. And here's the reason why. 
is even if there was problems with dysfunctional family within his own, um, this family has proven they're going to protect and the parents are going to protect. They're going to silence the rest of the family. They're going to limit the rest of the family than what they have to say. Um, they're going to go down for their son, period. They're going to take the heat for their son. They're going to protect him with every last breath in their body. And it's not just saying that. They're showing the world. They're showing everyone that. If there is dysfunctional toxicity going on within that family underneath that roof, you're never going to know. Some of the greatest dysfunctional families, okay, always have someone that's speaking up. They'll always have a black sheep that's going to speak up. And the black sheep are the people that want change. They want to break the toxicity, dysfunctional cycle so it doesn't continue generation, generation, generation. Listen to the black sheep, folks. Don't listen to the white sheep. Listen to the black sheep that goes astray. Watch those black sheep that go astray. Because within toxicity, dysfunctional families, they will band together as a unit to protect the um, image of the family. If they sense a black sheep or someone go outside that, of that roof and let public or anybody know the truth, they will do everything to silence that black sheep. And that is one million percent the truth. You ever come across that with somebody? Okay. People just don't disarray for no reason. Okay. But a good soul, good human, good heart, good person wants to see change in dysfunctional family dynamics. And they try to break that cycle so it doesn't continue on to generation, 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 however you want to say it. You know? Some people call it bad juju. Some people call it a curse. People call it just, just toxic, dysfunction, whatever you want to call it. Okay? Who's to say he doesn't and he was not growing up in some kind of environment like that, whether it was in his own or with, his, with a, a relative, whatever. It's silenced because you know the family, the parents are never going to show. Did that help him to dabble and go into some dark things that he should not have? I mean, his um, artistic side, the images, the things he's put out there, um, and then things that people don't really look to see it to look into, like, you know, houses for sale, zooming in, is that his room? Okay, what's he reading? What's in his room? What's on the floor? Um, those are just left-right people that are very into the small detail. Um, I'm kind of like that person. I've always been. But uh, I'm also that person, too, and it really and it, and it drives you and leads you into your passions and calling in life, is you like to see good you like to see someone change for the better. You like to see people that are going down the wrong path of life. And um, you like to see them prevail and go on the flip side of the road and choose the right way. Right way of the life. And I always say right way of the light. Peace, light, love. You know, I believe in that. We've all done bad things in life. I'm no, you know, I'm no saint. I'm a sinner like everybody else. But you try to learn from your mistakes and you grow and evolve as a person. That's being a good human and that's just maturity. And then you share your experiences and wisdom. But most importantly, I think when you have been around things that have not been good and you've been around toxicity and, you know, if you've been through dysfunctional family and, and dynamics that weren't good and bad relationships and that, um, they all connect together. They all connect together. You don't choose bad relationships just because you choose them. You know, mental health and research and that shows and data and, um, you know, through those that follow and, you know, it's how we get research of following people and, and, you know, journaling what people go through. Um, people just don't pick bad relationships and that and go into bad relationships for no reason. There's some learning involved. There's things involved and make people choose who they choose. Um, but you don't have to choose that for the rest of your life. Everybody's got to wake up, smell the coffee someday. 
And when you finally do some soul searching and put yourself aside and start thinking for yourself and wanting to make better changes and you're choosing bad relationships and Gabby is one to where she loved this guy unconditionally, even through some violent stuff, you know, what's going on and went on. Okay. She still loved him unconditionally and his, his parents still love him unconditionally. Do they believe? I mean, in my heart to our hearts, do I believe they know what they, yeah, they know what happened. They know, they know, they know too many signs. They don't, they don't need to speak up. Why would you even want to knock on the door and ask, you know, you know, they know, but they love their son unconditionally, even through some things that they know he's done that are just downright evil. Um, choosing of, of some dark things, reading or choosing some dark, whatever, um, bizarre designs, I think says it happy van life would have been better, you know? That's just my opinion. I'm sticking to it. But uh, people just don't choose bad relationships for no reason. They learn this behavior and they learn it growing up. And it starts with how they're raised and what people witness, young children, young men and women, you know, and it starts, you know, early teenage years. Their environment has a lot to do with their choosing. But when you find yourself choosing bad relationships, wrong relationships, and tolerating things that you should not, just as Gabby tolerated things that she probably should, and she knows, let's not say probably, she should not have tolerated, okay? You can blame the person who's tolerated it to Timbuktu, but they're learning this from somewhere. And maybe she learned from his parents. They still loved him unconditionally, no matter what he did wrong. So maybe in her mind, she felt, well, if they love him unconditionally, then I guess I have to love him unconditionally, even though the episodes and things where he wasn't, as she said, why do you have to be so mean? I think that was a nice way of saying some few choice words, probably, you know, defending herself, marks, you know, fingernail marks and stuff on him. But I'm telling you folks, as a parent or parents, and you're raising or you're having children, please understand that you're creating an environment for your child or children for the future. And what you have in that environment, and if it's a negative environment, that is going to affect your child or children for the rest of their life. And if you are a, a product of a bad upbringing, toxicity, dysfunction, argument of family, okay, and you're an adult and you find yourself choosing wrong relationships, okay, I'm telling you right now, I understand half of your choosing is because of how you're raised, your upbringing and environment. Environment plays an important, critical part. But also the other 50% is your choice and your choosing. You can continue to choose bad relationships, wrong people. And sometimes you think, and, and you know, it happens. We sometimes believe we don't deserve, especially when you're brought up in, in, a, in an environment that's not good. You sometimes believe, I just deserve this. You know, I grew up like this, my mom or my parents or my dad or my dad or my mom or whatever, because love is love in this day and age. And it made me feel like, okay, well, if, if they're going to be like this, then I guess I should just choose this. And sometimes when you're in that toxicity for long periods of time and years, you grew up in it for a long period of time, you start to, in your brain, start to believe that this is normal behavior and you'll choose bad relationships and you'll choose the wrong people. Okay. But I'm telling you right now, and I promise you this, and I'm hundred percent, I promise you this. And I'll leave the email down here because I'm always free to talk to people, you know? And we all should help one another out because that's what life's about is helping one another and lifting one another up and wanting to see good prevail and people to change their life and make it into a positive, you know, not continue on the negative. But don't ever feel you deserve less than what you deserve. 
Just because you may have grown up in an environment or situation doesn't mean you deserve it the rest of your life, no matter where you're at in your adulthood, no matter what age you're at, okay? You deserve the best. You deserve better. And sometimes it takes for us to sit back and do some self-reflecting and take some time out, okay? We can blame how we were raised in an environment for 50% of our choosing, okay? But the other 50% as an adult is being an adult and making the choices for yourself. And nobody's going to pick and choose that for you. There's no magical pill that's going to change that. It's your way of thinking, your demeanor, you know, your choices of what you want to see better for yourself, you know? And if you're choosing the same type of bad relationship or same type of person or, you know, why don't you take the time to choose someone just the opposite? Take your time. Make sure you know what you're looking for beforehand. There's always time. There's always time every minute, every second of the day to make a choice to get out of what's not good for you and not just in relationships. But if you're in a family dynamic or environment, it's not good, it's not healthy and things aren't changing. You have it within yourself and your power. The heck with people think you're selfish. You have a right to be selfish. You have a right to be treated with love, respect and to turn and have a positive life and fill that with positive, good relations, relationships and relations Good family, good friends, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, whatever, husband, wife. Okay. Remember, when you ever sit there and think, this will never turn to change. I'm going to be like this the rest of my life. I'm just going to tolerate it. You don't have to tolerate anything. You are an adult. It is within your right and decision to make changes. And if that means cutting ties and cutting people out and moving and leaving relationships in a situation like Gabby, you have a choice to leave and you may be, you may be dealing with some retaliation. And if you've been in relationships where it's, you know, in her situation, it has probably been going on for a while. Okay. And make sure before you do that, that you reach out to professionals, you reach out to legal help attorneys, you reach out to counsel, you know, whichever way means shape, friends, whatever, family, whatever, before you make those steps. To vacate an unhealthy relationship. So you're, you are protected. Don't ever do it alone. Especially when you're in that deep. Because it's never going to work out. It's not going to be good. Okay. It's not to say things are not going to happen. Or they are going to happen. But it's always healthy to be proactive. Because you know at the end of the day. At the end of the life. You're in control of your steering wheel. Remember that. Don't settle. Period. And if you find yourself because of how you're brought up and your prodigy of your environment, which is 50%, I'm telling you, it's 50% true. It's a fact. The other 50% is your control. It's your steering wheel. Okay? You have the right to make the decision and the path ahead of you. And for the rest of your life, it's called the future. Make sure it's a happy one.